nose issues today. I know. Nose issues. Uh-huh. Bloody nose boogers issues. in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, it's recording. Yeah, we're recording now. Okay. Just in case we wanted to add that in there. What's up? What's up? Hey, this you guys. Yeti Legs. And Base Camp. And we are here to continue our story of the PCT. Now, we've done a Q&A and several fire chat episodes lately, so trying to keep some continuity alive here and continue on with our story. We have an episode mm-hmm. recorded of our first day. Yeah, so go back and listen to that if you want it in linear. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. a shout out to everyone listening to our podcast. Yes. So we've been, so we can like track kind of semi where people are from if you registered in your country, which is really cool for us because mm-hmm. we met so many people on the trail. So mm-hmm. we are curious who is listening to our podcast, whether we know you, whether we don't. And we would love, we're going to add inside of this episode a comment section of who are you and what's your name and where are you from Mm -hmm. so we're gonna guess some of the people we think are listening to it (laughs) so on our countries of listeners we have the us US, the uk (laughs) we have serbia belgium ecuador ecuador brazil Brazil, south africa south africa and new zealand i don't know if we have new zealand we might but i don't don't it was new zealand or australia it was was one of those two Australia because I thought tap tap in 17 might be mm, Australia um so in the U.S. who we think is listening to it uh in our hiker world we think it's tumbleweed for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> tumbleweed Roy G. Biv Roy G. Deuces. Deuces maybe Optimus are you listening Optimus I'm not know. sure uh Razor six pack six pack maybe Crush and Yukon and Songbird mm-hmm. uh Azul are you listening to it um, magnet maybe magnet i don't know they're hiking the know. act azul and magnet right be, now. i mean it'd be fun to listen to while you're hiking I don't yeah know. uh and then is there anyone else i don't aunt debbie i think you're listening to it <laughs> tia debbie tia debbie uh amber maybe. i think is listening to it yeah is your mom listening to it i i don't maybe. know maybe maybe and then the uk would definitely know kappa, kappa. kappa we kappa, know kappa. you're listening to it and what about maybe uh, sketch and tree beer sketch and tree let beer. us know we'd love to know yeah and serbia big marmot big marmot shout out man we miss you literally the only serbian that we know <laughs> <laughs> i saw serbia pop and i was like oh i think big marmot might be listening yeah <laughs> And then uh, maybe 17 Tap Tap from Australia, but maybe not. Uh-huh. We're not sure. In South Africa. I have no idea. Is that where Wakanda is? <laughs> I think. I don't know where Wakanda actually where is. Where does Wakanda, Wakanda, Wakanda. Wakanda live? I don't know. It's hidden. It's hidden and somewhere. And it's behind their cool barrier. Somewhere in Africa. What about uh, Belgium? It has to be Build-A-Bear. Oh, Build-A-Bear. Belgium. Yes. Yeah. So we're pretty sure that's Build-A-Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't see Germany. So, so Jedi, uh, Jedi, are what, you listening? What the hell? Are you there? Come on, Jedi. Knock, knock. <laughs> anyway, so yes, please give us a shout out on our comments underneath. Like you can scroll down on the page of wherever you're listening and there should be a comment section Mm -hmm. where we'll ask, who are you and where do you live or where are you from? And And even if you're not a hiker, we still want to know. Yes. We want to know who's listening. And uh, yeah, because you guys, thank you so much for listening. We've seen our audience grow significantly in the last couple weeks so i guess that's how it works the (laughs) the more content you put out the more listeners you get i guess so oh and tahoe dynamite tahoe dynamite yeah she's like one of our biggest like listeners it's so great she's the contributor to Mm -hmm. all the questions we've received so far it's so wonderful she has even utilized our email she has thank you we really love that yes we have an email if you didn't know that it's yeti walks into basecamp at gmail.com which we should put do we have that in our show notes i i believe so if we don't we'll definitely add it so all you have to do is just click um to email us if you have any questions or any comments or any like hey i'd love to hear about this inside of your podcast we'll make that happen yeah yeah we got a lot of fun things that we're thinking and dreaming into so yeah well well uh so our first episode i guess we should get into this let's do it Our first episode that detailed our story on our day one, it kind of ended with us meeting 
uh, Thomas and Nathan on top of a, a hill at a campsite. And then we went down to our campsite. And April and Kurt too. And April and Kurt. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to explain whenever we met Nathan and Thomas, Thomas yelled out. He's like, are you the ginger and the joy? <laughs> and yes, we were. But I wanted to explain all of our names. <laughs> so before we ever started the trail. Before we get into the actual episode. Let's we we were Wesley and Marie Black. Yes, that was our. Th these are our Cotton World names. Cotton World this names. This is what people know us in our family, our friends, is yeah. our names. And we thought it would be fun to come up with a catchy name for a joint Instagram account for us to use to document all of our PCT travels. So I came up with the ginger being me and the joy being Marie because I'm a redhead and her middle name is Joy. And yes, Wesley is the mastermind behind like most of our things. I, I received that. Yeah, you are. You're Thank doing you. a good job. Even our, oh, by the way, our new, um, our new logo, logo on our podcast is, Wes, is, is Yeti Legs, is Wesley. So yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Sorry. A little throw inside note. And then yeah, my bootleg graphic design. No, it's great. I love Thank it. You. Thank you. Um, and then the ginger and the joy is our social media Instagram world. Yep. And on the trail, we got our trail names, Base Camp and Yeti Legs. Mm -hmm. And we used those names to come up with our podcast <laughs> name. Yeti walks so into Base Camp. We've, we've got so many identity crises because we're we, Wesley and Marie, mm -hmm. Ginger and the Joy, and Yeti Legs and Base Camp. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot of names going on. So just for reference, if you ever hear Wesley and Marie, that's us. Mm -hmm. um, Ginger and the Joy is also us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I guess we could go back and change our Instagram name to Yeti and Basecamp, but I kind of like Ginger and the Joy. I like the Ginger and the Joy. So we, we'll probably keep it that. Yeah. It's kind of like an umbrella name for everything. So. It is. Mm -hmm. So that's why in our episode on our day one, Thomas yells out, are you the Ginger and the Joy? So that explains that. I guess this is a good point to define a few terms for the trail. Mm -hmm. Let's define a few terms. Let's do that. So a zero day is a day that you don't do any hiking at all. It can be on trail. So you're just camping and you don't hike at all. And you're just chilling out in the woods mm -hmm. or it can be in town, but you're not hiking at all. So you're hiking zero miles. A Nero, that's kind of a loosely <laughs> defined term. So it depends on who you are. Yeah. So hikers are like, no, it's this way. And some hikers are like, no, it's that. But a Nero is whenever you hike close to zero so near zero miles for that day it's gonna be four miles or something and again it can be on trail or into town um i think our definition was five or less five or less is what we said five or less miles accounted for a nero for us and another term is called a hero so a hero is whenever you're hiking you hike into a town to get food or go eat out or whatever resupply but then you hike back on the trail on the same day all on the same day it's called a hero did we ever do that uh, we did that later on in like Washington. Okay. Yeah, we did it in Snoqualmie. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, there's that the, big issue. Yeah, we got out of there. Yeah, we got the heck everybody, out of Dodge. Everybody was sick. Uh, um, any other terms? Okay, here's another term. Nobo, northbound. That's uh, people yeah. hiking from the southern terminus north to the northern terminus. And then Sobo, southbound. Southbound. Um, there's another term called a yo-yo which is someone who hikes an entire length of a trail and then goes back the opposite way. And then there's skippers. There's a skipper. Those are people, when we say skipper, what we mean is someone that actually just didn't want to do those miles. So they get in a car and they skip up 40 miles, mm -hmm. not because of danger or safety, just because they don't feel like hiking it. Yeah. Then flippers are people that, for example, say someone's going Sobo and there was too much snow in Washington. So they flipped and they start hiking Nobo from a specific section just mm -hmm. to get the miles in. So that's a flipper. Yep. Anything else? Uh, we could talk about the blazers. Oh, yeah. And then there's there's blazers. There's the yellow blazers. The yellow blazers are the people who do roadwalks instead of trail just because it's an easier path. Yeah, it's not or, as high, a, like a, as much of an ascent or descent for hiking. Or yellow blazing can also be detours. For sections that are closed yeah so well. or then you can take a road walk or blaze around mm -hmm. like forest service roads if uh something is literally closed and you can't get in yep um mm -hmm. a blue blazer is someone who goes and does like all these little spur trails okay <laughs> aka dan dan so people who like to go in bag peaks yeah 
uh, a brown blazer. Is someone that loves to poop inside of toilets. Pit privies, toilets, you name it. They will blaze until, like, they don't want to dig a hole in, in the ground. And they'll even go off trail sometimes just to find a toilet. Yep. And then you have a pink blazer. Who's that? A pink blazer is someone who is hiking a certain route after someone that they're physically or romantically interested in. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. So like a tromance. A tromance. They're they're wanting to hike. Do, does that mean that they have found someone and they're trying to find them again? It could be a stalker or it could be a mutual interest. But but my question is, is are they hiking together by this point or are they trying to find the person on trail? They'll hike after that person. So they're going after them. Okay. Usually, yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I guess the last two would be tromance and tramily. So a tromance is a romantic involvement that, that happens on, on the trail. Starts on the trail. And a tramily is a trail family. And so anytime you hear us talk about that word, it's the people that we really appreciated and hiked with often. So now we're going to go to our day two uh-huh. uh, of the trail. And we, we've... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I really, we want to do a deep dive of our story as well with you guys. Um, Mm -hmm. As well as, as we bring in our friends, our hiker friends, whoever, um, we're going to continue our story linear for everyone as well. So um, yeah, we'll make it, we'll label it inside of the podcast too. So you'll know, okay, this is Yeti Legs and Base Camp's week one story or whatever. So this is kind of like Star Wars. (laughs) <laughs> given given the whole story before the beginning of the story it's like the jumps like you don't know if you're in the middle or the end or the beginning like we're watching mandalorian right now i'm like okay wait a minute is this after this is after luke gets like the empire he's like you know young so this is after the empire falls and the republic's taken over this is where we are in the middle but uh-huh. then there's kylo ren that comes after while luke is still alive so that means that the empire is a part of this and so yeah, so our story, our whole podcast yeah. is gonna be like Star Wars. I like that. It's our podcast, George Lucas style. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So we woke so we're up going back to the beginning. Yep. <laughs> so we woke up day two at Hauser Creek. Um, Hauser Creek was completely dry, so we dry camped that night. But we had enough water with us already. Yeah, we didn't feel concerned about that. Um, yeah. So we woke up slowly. Yeah. How did you feel that morning? Sore. A little so, groggy. Yeah, I was groggy. Yeah. Um, must have been the lactic acid. Probably. We didn't stretch. Yeah, which, we didn't stretch. You know, you should stretch. It's a good idea. And we got into camp late the night before. Yeah, we were tired. So it took us in between two and three hours to wake up, <laughs> make our hot breakfast, which we regret taking hot breakfast. Tremendously. Don't do hot breakfast. Do cold breakfast. it's like your happy place. And but... if you need something hot, just do coffee. some coffee. Yeah. So... Nathan is the first one to walk by our camp that morning. He says, like, hello, and then he deuces out, as he normally does. Mm -hmm. And then Thomas, a.k.a. Optimist, (laughs) walks by our campsite. And he doesn't keep going. He stops and talks to us. And I forget how we got on the topic of base waves. He started talking about – well, and and if you know Thomas or Optimist, like – and we we joke about this with him. He knows this. But, like, he will give you – his resume his verbal resume like when you meet him and so i think that's how we got on the base weight topic Mm. and so he starts to tell us i don't know his base weight's like eight or nine pounds it was a single digit number single digit number Mm -hmm. and how he aspires to be like jupiter yeah and we didn't know (laughs) we didn't know these people yeah he had like a three pound camera and a little hyperlight pod hanging from the front count and then and then we found out what a few days later we'll get into that he had like a pound of trail butter oh my gosh yeah (laughs) but anyway yeah he was he was sponsored by trail butter and they would just give him these care packages all the way up the trail it was really funny and he Um, he couldn't eat it quick enough no but i just remember him telling us all this and i was internally like seething because i'm carrying like 45 pounds because i have like a 20 something pound base weight we had a lot and i'm just i literally look over at wesley and i'm like i don't ever want to hike with him and and that's funny because he actually became one of our like tramly adopted sons uh-huh yeah but, we, we got pretty close with him yeah we did but uh it was very i don't know if i ever told optimus that <laughs> well if he listens to our podcast he'll know he'd that hear i this. thought that in that moment because i was pissed about the base weight yeah so he ended up leaving she's like i never want to hike with that guy again even though we inevitably do and so 
it's a climb straight out of Hauser Creek all the way to a peak, which then descends into uh, Lake Marina, the town and the lake and campground. So we're hiking through exposed, unshady desert. There's no water out there. We, we come across a few hikers on the way, uh, but really no one else that we know for that day. And then probably two to three hours later, we finally get to Lake Marina. It took us two to three hours to hike five miles. Uh, we get there and we all go to the infamous, what is it? It's like a general store. With a restaurant that the burgers, with, I don't remember what it was called. It was like a diner general store. Yeah, it was like diner slash gas station. Yeah. They had burgers and milkshakes. Yeah. And so we get there and uh, Thomas and Nathan are there. And uh, this other guy named Whiskey and Amber, I think, was her real name. But yeah, Roaming Reyes. Roaming Reyes is her. Uh, I know her Instagram name. I'm not sure if that. I can't remember what her trail name was. Though, I don't but, know. But um, and then also we saw Roy G and Kurt, or we saw April and Kurt there too. Yes, we did see them there at the mm-hmm. campground. Yeah. And there was another girl there. Uh, she couldn't get her tent pitched. She she had started the trail a day or two before we did, and she had a trekking pole supported tent. And when she had started, she was starting in the midst of a storm and she wasn't able to pitch it that night uh, from what we were told and from what she said. So she ended up rolling up into her tent like a burrito. Yeah. And then this couple found her like in the trail, pretty much rolled up in her tent to try to stay warm and, and sheltered. And she, so they pitched their tent and they like welcomed her into their tent to, mm-hmm. to have safety. But she was definitely in a space of questioning whether she should stay on trail or not And at that point. And that's just a note to whoever wants to through hike, if you've never done it, like get your gear months before you start and actually test it out on a trail for a few days or mm-hmm. even an overnight because you just don't know what you're going to like or don't like. And you kind of figure that out on trail as well. But we had our gear pretty dialed in, I feel like. We knew what we wanted to bring because we had tested it so much. Yeah. So. I mean, learn from Roy G. She tried the cold <laughs> soak on a shakedown hike before her PCT start. And she tried it for one day and said, nope. Nope. Never nope. doing that on the trail. Big pile of nope. Yep. Hot coffee is worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Legend actually showed up oh, yeah. at the um, the little cafe to help this girl out. He was the same guy who was helping to run the Cleef campsite down at Marina. And he was really I mean, uh, rooting. Campo. Yeah, Campo. Yeah. Campo. He was really rooting for her to stay on trail. And we never saw her again, mm-hmm. to be honest. We never saw her after that nope that was um, the last time but then so we're at lake marina we don't we decide not to get the burgers and fries because we're like we feel like we haven't earned it yet we'd only hike 20 miles yeah and also we had a lot of food in our packs like we had and we wanted to eat the weight out yeah so we were like no we actually budgeted this food in for lunch and so we're gonna eat the weight out um we did end up getting some beer and mm-hmm. then we got a six pack of beer that we were gonna take to our campsite that night yeah, how how far away was Boulder Oaks? I think it was six from miles from there. About six miles, mm-hmm. and so we get a, a six pack of beer. We're gonna hike it out, and that's how we convinced Nathan and Thomas to uh, camp with us at Boulder Oaks that night. Because they weren't going to go as far, so I think they ended up doing like sixteen miles that day, and they weren't planning on doing that. Um, but then when we said, and we, it's not even like we convinced them. It was almost like they were like, well, if you'll share some of our your beers with us, then. Then we'll meet you at Boulder Oaks or something. <laughs> so random. Why didn't we just give them the beer to carry that they were going to drink? I don't know. We ended I up really carrying don't. all the beers we and then we the just beers. gave them beers. beer at Boulder Oak Campground. That yeah, night. that's what happened. It was it was kind of funny. Late, you know, thinking back, I would have been like, why aren't you carrying your own beer? Oh, their asses would have carried that beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, and then the funniest thing was, and Optimus actually, or Thomas has... Uh, video footage of this but there was the water water so we to explain this this water this never happened again on trail but there was this thing where you put in 75 cents and you get a gallon of water but what we didn't know is that it just continues to flow the water does Mm -hmm. it doesn't stop when you take your bottle out of the little dispenser it just continues 
and we didn't realize this until we filled up the first water bottle that the water was still going. Yeah. So we created this system with all of our water bottles where I would like hand it to Wesley and he would put it under the thing uh -huh. so that we didn't waste water. And so our, our shoes and clothes were already wet in the desert without a water crossing. Yeah, because it, it got everywhere. Uh -huh. And so Optimus actually gets a, he gets a, a, video. a video of it <laughs> and put it in his social media. You can find it there. Yeah, that's funny. Anyway. But we get to Boulder Oaks that night. Yeah. And that was one of my favorite nights on trail. Was it? I didn't realize it was one of your favorites on trail. Well, it's because, it I mean, we had a fire ring. Yeah, it was pretty great. So we were able to, to do a fire. Mm-hmm um we had beer with us we had mm -hmm. a bunch of other friends there that we hadn't we got to know that night because we'd never met them technically like we all kind of did like a storytelling around the fire yeah campfire so we were there with nathan with thomas and two other people we hadn't met yet leon uh, leon oh leon and lucky charms lucky charms this sweet woman mm -hmm. blonde haired woman that's like i think in her 60s and she was kind of She's doing section. She was doing section hiking, kind of flipping around the trail. Mm -hmm. um, her husband was like picking her up and dropping her off in different places. She was really sweet. Yeah. And we ran back into her at some point again. Was it NorCal? After Julian. Was it after Julian? Yeah, oh, it was still she, in SoCal. She was having like a snack lunch break with. Uh, oh wow. With, with Nathan. It was still in SoCal. Yeah. Wow. I thought for some reason it was like way up there. Okay. So yeah, so we had a great time. Like we cook, we all cooked dinner together. We sat around the fire mm -hmm. and we got to know each other. And it was really cool to hear people's stories. It was, but the only issue with that is that we had to get up and out of the campground early because there was another hiker there. She'd already done the PCT. Her name was One Speed and she had left some trail magic, but she was also kind of helping to maintain the campground. And she let us know that the very next day, the campground was the gonna be closed. Morning for what a week two weeks something like that for our for the horny toad for the horny toad mating season <laughs> you don't know what these are they're not toads they're freaking lizards they're like spined lizards but it was their mating season and we were there right in the midst of it and if we man i wish we could do this but i wish we could put pictures in the show notes or whatever so you can see the horny toad but if you go on our instagram actually we have a picture of the horny toad you gotta scroll way down and look into the socal Look in the like first week section. You'll see a horny toad picture <laughs> somewhere. I think we can get pictures in the show notes. Yeah, I hope so. That would be funny so you can see it. But yeah, uh, but yeah it was, I feel like this became almost like a premonition of our hike because we would hit things right before they would happen. Uh-huh. Which almost feels like an omen to what began our journey forever the rest of the trail i know we lucked out so many times so many times like i yeah i, I can't even believe it but um so yeah so we went from there and i just i feel like the rest of the week was a blur oh i took notes i know you took notes but i'm like the rest of the week was a lot of like up and downs it was a lot of dry desert so the next day oh. was the day that we hiked by that uh that unexploded unexploded ordnance sign in the yeah, middle of the desert yeah, 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 yeah. you took a lovely photo by that and then we we reconnected with uh leon nathan and deuces so this is the day that we named thomas optimus yeah because optimus yeah thomas was having a really hard day that day yeah and i think it was just you me and leon that when all that happened deuces was already ahead of us yeah so the three of us were hiking yeah me you and leon and yeah, then we, we were saw laughing. we saw thomas and he yeah. was like Kind of in a little shaded grove, having a hard time with his, was his knee or his... His knee, he was having some mental like hard times too. Like mm -hmm. he was having a hard day. But the three of us were like talking and laughing and that kind of perked his spirits up. Yeah, but but we passed, we were like, hey man, are you good? Do you need anything? He was like, no, I think I'm okay. And we hiked on and then we stopped for lunch. And then he hikes and catches up to us, even though he said he was probably just going to stay there and camp or rest for a few hours. Yeah, and he caught up to us and he said, I could hear your laughter and that's what I want from this experience. I want, like, I don't want to be stuck in myself and like, I really want to be optimistic about this hike. And like, optimism was like a really big thing for him. And he, he was telling us how he is a devoted optimist. And so then, yeah, Wesley was like, Hmm. Optimist. What about Optimist Prime? Prime? <laughs> you know, playing off of Optimus Prime from the Transformers. And uh, he loved it. So he took yeah. it right there. He took it, but he was like, well, let me think about it for a minute. But then he like claimed it the next day or something when it, someone asked his name. Bingo. Yeah. He claimed it. <laughs> and we hadn't actually started our nighting process yet. Yeah. But 
after uh, naming Optimist, everyone else that we named, we knighted. Yeah, we knighted. It started with deuces. Uh huh. And then we knight we knight Optimus later on in yeah. uh, Wrightwood. And and Wesley's really good at. I think naming people like he thinks about it. He likes to come up with like creative names for people or just something that kind of looks like, or is them. Mm -hmm. I feel like you do that. You know, well, I'm the, I'm always the watcher in the room anyways. So He's I'm observing observer. people. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, so we hiked on with, uh, with Optimus, uh, Leon us, and then then Leon dipped out and sat around yeah, and uh, rested some... for a, a little bit longer. Yeah, you want a little rest period. So then we run into Deuces, who's having his two-hour siesta. <laughs> yeah. Deuces is having a two-hour lunch break, like soaking his feet in a little creek crossing. And there was a, a dead creature right there by oh, the creek. Oh, yes. We it, couldn't figure out what it was, though, right? Jackalope. It was a jackalope? That's not a real creature, but yes, that's what it was. It was a jackalope. What does that mean? <laughs> it's like a rabbit mixed with an antelope. It's got little horns. That's what it was? Poor thing. It's not a real creature. Wait, though. it's not. I'm so confused. <laughs> you sound like it is a real creature. Um, it was probably like a little rabbit or coyote or it something. so sad. But it was pretty big. So it Did, had to be like a really big rabbit. Didn't you guys like move it or something? I can't remember. We poked it. You poked it. And mm -hmm. then there was a joke about it, but I can't remember. And so we refilled our water and uh, Deuce, right Nathan, still Nathan at the time. Yeah. Agreed to hike with us, and we're hiking to Mount Laguna. Yeah, that night, all four of us. So the four of us hiked to Mount Laguna. And I had a UTI, actually. Oh, so yeah. I'm having this, like, I had antibiotics with me from my doctor. She was like, you know what? Let's just, since it's so dirty out there, you'll get dehydrated. Let's just go ahead and prescribe you, like, three doses worth of antibiotics, mm -hmm. just in case. And sure enough, I got a UTI the first day. Yep. And so I was already on antibiotics by then, but I still had it. So I was saying by the time we get to Mount Laguna, I might need to take a shower. Mm -hmm. I hate to even like, I was like, uh, I'm just feeling like I might need to take a shower. So we're really hoping that we could get some lodging in Laguna when we got there. Yeah. And it, it got colder. This, there was snow all of a sudden that appeared. Yeah. When we left the creek with deuces, so the four of her four of us are going. Mm -hmm. We go through the desert a little bit more, but we're continuing to gradually climb. Mm -hmm. And eventually we see little snow patches and then we hit tree line. And in the woods, the snow is like a foot deep. Mm -hmm. yeah, in the, in the deep. desert, we were shocked by this. Yeah, we were shocked. And then, but we were like all getting to know each other, having a good time. So it was, it was, it was fun. It wasn't yeah. stressful or hard. Yeah. And then, um, and it, it got really cold all of a sudden. The sun started going down and we were starting to get really cold. So we decided to hike into Mount Laguna mm -hmm. and uh, Deuces, or, well, now I'm like, whoa, now our names are all, okay, so Optimus and Nathan yep. um, are hiking down and we had to do, so I had to like take my, put on a jacket. That's what it was. I was like, I need to put on a jacket. Yeah, they hike on into town and we're at the campsite still just above town putting on jackets because it's so cold. So cold. And then we, like, we get to Mount Laguna with them and, and Nathan's like, waving us into like the into this french restaurant called mm -hmm. what was it called um uh, the alpine house uh, no pine pine, pine cafe pine house and cafe pine house cafe yeah it was a french restaurant yeah and the and lodging and lodging and the owners just happen to be french like they are from france and have migrated to this area yeah they speak broken english broken english and we walk in um, to this very cozy, adorable little uh, restaurant. Like it's locked and he unlocks it for us. We walk in and all of a sudden we're like inside and Optimus goes up to the counter with the man, the owner, and he's speaking French. Mm -hmm. And my mouth just drops. I'm like, of all the things we learned about Optimus in the last two days, him speaking French was not one of them. No. <laughs> What he had told us was that he was born oh in France, goodness. but that does not mean you speak French fluently. Okay. So, so if you're listening, Thomas, optimist, yes, we didn't know that you spoke French at that time. So we were in the Pine House cafe thing and optimist is talking to the owner at the front desk and French fluently. And they exchange a few sentences back and forth. And then he comes over to us. He's like, so he's completely booked, but he's going to allow us to sleep in the lobby. Yeah, it was so sweet. I know. And there were two sofas in the lobby. 
there was plenty of floor space for us to put our mats on, but he didn't ask any payment from us. All he asked us to do was to help him set up and clean the dining room for breakfast the next morning. And the other cool thing is it had a shower. Mm -hmm. It had a bathroom and shower. He opened it up for us. Yeah. And that was really just so sweet. Yeah. There wasn't a uh, shampoo or anything like that in the shower. That's so we right. had to use hand soap, Yeah, but it still worked out still and you something. got that shower that you needed. I ne Yeah. It was still something. And we had a warm place for the night. Cause I mean, we would have been fine outside. Like we have negative 40 sleeping bags. We would uh -huh. have been real cozy, but, but we were like, you know what? It's really nice just to have a, a place, a roof over our head for the night. And it really, really was sweet. So, so we did that. Yeah, it was fun. So shout out to Pine House for hooking us up like that. Mm -hmm. They and didn't then, have to. And then this is funny. I think this is a funny story is the pasta. That was when we no longer wanted that. Oh. So Wesley, when we had done our packing of our, our boxes, he had bought this. Green goddess seasoning. Yeah, which was actually fairly good when we had first tried it. Mm -hmm. um, but we had like a whole bag of it for us at the beginning to put in stuff. Got it from Trader Joe's. And um, so Wesley had made our pasta for that night uh -huh. and put a lot of olive oil in it and a lot of the seasoning. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when we went to eat it, it was inedible. Oh my gosh, we literally could not eat it. I think we threw it outside. Did we throw it outside? Yeah, we threw it away. We threw it away. It was like truly not, which again, could people could judge us for this because once you get into through hiking, for what months and months you're like you pretty much eat anything you eat whatever but <laughs> at this point it was two it, days in three days in. It makes me gag just thinking about it so, so like we had green goddess packed in almost all of our boxes so we'd like give it away <laughs> yes we gave it away repeatedly i think the only person that ever said they loved it was uh, prism prism and shroom boots prism i bet prism listens to this podcast i bet she does oh my god sorry prism dude uh yeah prism definitely probably listens to this <sighs> Green goddess, she loves that That's stuff. Not, not good. You can get it at Trader Joe's if you really want to try it, you guys. We're, we are not sponsored by Trader Joe's. No, <laughs> I love Trader Joe's. Though. Yeah. So okay, we wake up and we have oh this phenomenal breakfast there. Oh yeah, because um, well, Optimus has saved our life the day before. Because apparently Optimus saved our life. So we are the ones doing all the cleaning. He did. And, and he does none of the sweeping or the prep for the breakfast. He's like, well, I'm the one who got us here. So he's like, I basically just saved your lives. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like all the ones cleaning down the tables, sweeping for them to open. Yeah. I think he's making reels or videos on he's Instagram, talking to his parents. Mm -hmm. and, thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> and then, uh, so then we, oh, we forgot we met Gazelle. We did meet her that day morning. Two. We had met her day two. Remember she had passed us. When we were having lunch, she passed us whenever we had just named uh, Thomas. Oh, sorry, that was day three. Yeah. Okay, so day three, she had passed us. This girl, this like redheaded girl or female woman, and she, she had already done. Didn't wasn't that her first day? Uh, I think it was her second. She had ended at Lake Marina, maybe. That yeah, she was she was blowing through miles already. Yeah, and so we uh, met her, and she like. We never saw her again after that exchange on day three. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, morning of day four. Morning of day four, she starts walking by the pine house while we're in there um, ordering our breakfast. And Optimus runs outside and calls her in to, to come and eat with us. So she came and ate with us. And then another guy named Big, or no, sorry. Big Stick. Well, he wasn't Big Stick yet. I can't remember. Benji. Benji was his name. He was so. from Germany. Yep. We never saw him again. So we're having we're having breakfast with Leon, who had gotten a room. And Leon. Gazelle, who had also gotten a room. Benji, I think, had camped. Yeah. And then there was Nathan and Optimist. Yeah. So there's a big group of us all of a sudden yeah. at breakfast. It was a lot of fun. We got to know each other. And I remember Gazelle saying that all she wanted when she had gotten into Mount Laguna was like a quart of milk. Yeah. She just wanted to chug some milk for some reason. Was it chocolate milk or milk? Some type of milk. Yeah. I don't know. Uh Yep, that's true. So she and she, I think she did get it. That was funny. Or maybe it was closed. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, so then we, let's see, we had breakfast. 
And oh, this was the, uh, this is funny. So I had already been researching campsites prior to that's what I was about to say. So I had already researched prior to and that morning people were like, well, hey, where's everybody camping tonight? I was like, you know, I really would love to camp at Orflam Canyon uh -huh. because they everybody says it's a beautiful place for sunsets. And so like that's kind of where we're we're, you know, hoping to project ourselves at and Orflam was what 17 miles? Or something I, like that. I'd be shooting in the dark to give I you a I think number. it was 17 because we didn't end up doing 17. But we, yeah. <laughs> so, so everybody's like, okay, yeah, we'll try to do 17. Um, and yeah. And so we leave for the day, you know, and of course we're the last to leave as always. Mm -hmm. um, and we all start hiking. And um, didn't we meet Brother Paul that day? The first person that we meet is Spear Chucker. Okay, there we go. You you remember this better than I do. And I know that this this poor guy, Spear Chucker, received some really shitty comments on social media for his name. Yeah. But just to defend him, the name was given to him by his son, son. that he was hiking with on the AT because they were both starving and out of food. Yeah. And so he was running around chasing his son with a trekking pole, like he was going to throw a spear at him. Yeah. And and eat him because he was so hungry. Yeah. And his son, like, jokingly said, Oh, that's your trail name. Yeah. And so it was a very intimate name for him because his son had given it to him. And he was the kindest soul in the world. Yeah. He really was. Mm -hmm. And he carried six or seven liters of water. This man. He yeah. pre made all of his food. It was like a mixture yeah. of grains. Yep. And uh, he was blowing three, three miles. miles. He, he that was like his day too. Yep, he was going much faster than we were, carrying exponentially more weight. Yeah, but he was a tall, tall man. He was like six five. His stride was impressive. His stride was very. I'm like, my gosh, his strides like my like five steps of mine equals one stride of him. Uh huh. And uh, but he was so kind, and he was actually out there because he was starting to get early onset Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. So he was out there trying to delay it he was older what was he probably in his 70s or late 60s maybe i think late 60s 60s yeah and um he really missed his wife he mm -hmm. loved his family loved his wife he loved his kids he bragged about them um and then we hiked with him for a, a little bit and then but, we <laughs> yeah we hiked with him for a little bit his pace was too much <laughs> so we never saw him so he, again. he just hiked on and we never saw yeah. him again except on social media people really trolled him well he was also he and Luke were the first two to enter the Sierras, yeah. which they, they, they dipped out. They dipped out. Yeah. But, um, so we met him and mm -hmm. then we met a, a guy named brother Paul. He was a Buddhist monk oh, from Idlewild, California. It was so beautiful. Brother Paul, we met him. He, I guess had just finished up his lunch uh -huh. and he had had lunch on this beautiful overlook. This ridge. You, yeah. Oh, it was gorgeous. And we run into him and he's like, He's like 10 out of 10 would dine here again. Yeah. And <laughs> so we kind of stop and talk to him for a minute. And he's, uh, he said, yeah, I'm doing a meditative walk. Uh -huh. Um, is my, is my journey. And he'd already done the AT actually. And he was taking six months off of being mm -hmm. in the Buddhist, um, monastery. Yeah. But he, he's had such a beautiful story though. I loved his story. And we got to talk to him a bit more later mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Uh, and then, but I think we hiked past brother paul that we day. did we did we didn't see him i don't think again that day and the day was really just filled with desert ridges um not a whole lot of water but we we pulled enough um and we camped that night with <laughs> deuces or not deuces nathan at the time and, and another guy named luke we decided not to go to oriflam canyon it was getting late we were like we we were probably six miles out from there and i was like it's not worth it because mm -hmm. we had gone slower again heavy packs do make you go slower so we camped at a closed campground that night. yeah yeah uh -huh. yeah we only we only managed about 11 miles yeah and <laughs> so then you know we have dinner with everybody and then we go to bed and all we hear is this crazy wind up in the canyon uh -huh. it never hits us no but we are just laughing so hard because we just have this image of if like optimists if if they made it to oriflam canyon like their uh -huh. tents just flew off the side of the mountain or something and so we were just laughing so hard 
It was so, I mean, we just were laughing. So we were because just, most of these people have trekking pole supported tents. They don't have freestanding. So we were just chuckling about it. We wake up the next morning and we continue on. We continue um, on. Um, as we are finishing up breakfast coffee and starting to pack up, we hear that Luke guy, he starts to leave camp, <laughs> but, oh, and this really oh, burns man. me the wrong way. And, and I don't care who hears this yeah, and who knows Luke. Yeah, this is podcast world. I We're going to be very honest. But he had only packed himself like a, a liter or a half liter of water. Because he wanted to go fast. Because he didn't want to carry the extra weight and wanted to move quickly. Yeah. And as he is leaving camp that morning, he asks uh, Nathan if he can have a liter of water. Yeah. And I'm like, no, the fuck he just did not. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. And he what even he did. told Nathan that he, he didn't have much water cause he didn't want to have to carry it. And that, oh man, Wesley, Wesley's not happy about it. And that. I'm like, that will never happen. He will go thirsty before we get them anything. Like, that's the reason that he didn't get extra water. <laughs> yeah. And so, but, Na but Nathan was nice and he said, I'll give you a half a liter. Nathan was a better person than I was. That so morning. he's like, I'll give you a half a liter. And he did. And he did. And then, you know, Nathan deuces out and then all of a sudden Nathan comes back mm -hmm. and he's like, Hey, just a heads up. There's a water cache up here. So that worked out. So it worked out, mm -hmm. but still, I know this really, like you guys, if you are a through hiker, like, and people are like, don't just carry the minimum weight of water and food and then start asking other hikers for water and food. Like and, that is so uncalled for. And Luke was not a novice. He'd already hiked the Appalachian trail. Yeah. So he knew what to do. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And so it just, yeah, don't, don't be that person. So yeah, no like negative vibes or anything, but I just really hit me <laughs> the wrong way. Uh, negative. I'm negative. vibes. Yeah. So anyway, so we hiked that day. We it's, hiked through Oriflam Canyon. Yeah, and it, it's it's a pretty dry day. It was. And we didn't know that there was a water source. It was almost like a hidden water source. It wasn't on far out, I don't think. Or there, But remember that fountain that we met Nathan at? Before yeah. that, we weren't sure if we'd hit another one. So, so we, we, we took hiked a, off. We took a half mile spur trail to a horse trough. Oh gosh. The, water, a, the water came out of the tank. Don't orange. do it, don't do it. Yeah, pr probably like from high iron content in the soil or something. But either way, it didn't look palatable. Again, we took a picture of that too. Yeah. Um, so we pull the water just in case, but we hiked back to the PCT another half mile. So that was a full mile detour just to pull some nasty ass water. Yeah. And then we probably go another mile, mile and a half. And on the right side of the trail is a little turnoff. And over there, lo and we behold, Nathan. Is, is Nathan. Nathan's like, come over here, you guys. There's water. <laughs> there was a lovely pipe spring just coming out the side of the little, it was beautiful. The little mound there. Yeah. So, of course, we throw out our iron water. Yeah. We dumped out the, the tang colored water. And we had been discussing that day about Nathan. I was like, man, he just leaves it packs up so fast. And that was the morning we were like, Hey, Nathan hasn't stirred yet. Maybe we can like pack up at the same time as him. Cause he'd literally pack up in 10 minutes and be gone and be gone and drank his coffee on the way. And we were so excited. Cause we like woke up and literally Wesley looks out of his tent and is like, Nathan doesn't look like he's stirred yet. Maybe we can like beat him from packing up. And next thing we know, like we did coffee. Next thing we know, we hear Nathan going, all right, bye guys. And he was gone. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, like what has happened here? And I mean, <laughs> yeah, he still came back and told us about the water. Yeah, cash, yeah, that but... all happened in that transaction too. But it was just so funny. So we were, when we were hiking, we were talking about it uh -huh. and how like Nathan just leaves and he's just gone and he barely packs up. Like he's like so stealthy. Mm -hmm. So I was saying it would be funny if it was like by Felicia. And then didn't you say deuces or something? Like I, I came up with deuces, but and you I actually knighted him. But I'm the one who knighted him, but yeah. because I guess I was the person who stirred the conversation. And so we, we pitched by Felicia to him first at that, that like, water nah. source. And he didn't like it because he didn't want to be named Felicia for short. So then we were like, well, what about deuces? And he's like, yeah, I like that. And so I knighted him. Deuces was born that day. I knighted him with a trekking pole. With a trekking pole in the middle of the desert. And then we actually did lunch there. Yeah, we did and lunch there. We met Sam and Mariah Sam there. Sam and Mariah had also were doing pretty high miles as well. Yeah, and he, he had already popped Pop a hole in his mat. Yeah, like day two. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Um, And so they were super cool. I don't know if they ever got trail names either. I don't know. I, we didn't follow them really. No. So I don't know. I don't know. We never saw them again, but they did finish the trail. I yep. know that. Like we kind of 
uh, saw that they were still hiking it, but they hiked, they finished, I think a month before we did almost or uh -huh. three weeks before us. But yeah, they were doing pretty heavy miles the whole time. They were hiking with snot rocket, long John yeah. and the, uh, the transgender couple. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I didn't know their name. We never met them. They all became a, a giant tramway. They yeah. went and did the Oregon coast trail. Yeah. They, they were doing crazy miles. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they seem like really cool people. We just never met them again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually built, Oh no. We met no, them in Idlewild. Idlewild, that's right, because we found out they built their own house. Yeah. In New Hampshire. Idlewild is the last time that we met them. Yeah, but anyway, they were super cool. We mm -hmm. just never saw them again. After we named Deuces, Deuces, we <laughs> continued to hike and follow him on and off for a while, and the clouds started to darken and roll yeah. in. And we had talked about camping with deuces that night. Cause we really wanted to set ourselves up to get into Julian early. Mm -hmm. um, but we were still what 11 out by that point. Yeah. 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, because Marie's birthday was coming up whoop, whoop, the next day. Uh huh. We started the trail on March 6th and her birthday was March 11th. This was strategic. So we wanted to be in Julian for her birthday to yeah. celebrate. I, that's why we started the trail right then. Cause I was like, I really want to be hiking on my birthday. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we, had talked to deuces about where we would camp because he was like talking about camping with us and then all of a sudden these huge dark dark clouds roll in and they look very ominous they look very scary and we saw lightning and you know you can just get a feel for when something is about to just be unleashed Dumb. from the heavens yeah and my gut was telling me to pitch the tent and we did we found this cute little alcove right off of the trail in between yeah. some sagebrush so we were like well we pitched the tent and we're like well it looks like it might do something, but but nothing has started yet. And yeah, nothing has started. And as soon as we got in the tent, it it opened. <laughs> Hail, sleet, rain in the freaking SoCal desert. We were shocked by that. Shocked. I mean, there was so much hail and lightning. Pea-sized hail. Yeah, it was intense. But mm -hmm. uh, and we have a video of that too. It was quite an entertaining moment. I think. Uh -huh. And we were also thinking, well, maybe if it passes, then we'll just pack back up and you know, keep going so that we can make some miles, but we didn't, we were like, you know what, this is a great little campsite. It's quiet mm -hmm. here. Uh, and so we decided to pitch there. And did we have cell service at that campsite? Cause yeah. I reached out to our trail angel that night. I guess we did then. I could have Garmin messaged her, Maybe. but either way I was able to reach the sweet woman who was offering rides to Julian from the, the underpass. Yeah. So Wesley had organized, um, our like drive into Julian strategic pickup strategic yes oh, for yeah. my birthday evac point <laughs> so yeah but it was fun we we went we slept that night it was actually really nice really quiet place mm -hmm. we woke up really early didn't we the next morning so we that did. we could get in so that we could uh hike those 10 to 11 miles yeah it was just a little bit of climbing left and the rest was more or less up and downs and then a big descent down towards the underpass towards Julian. Yeah. So that's, and that's called scissors crossing. Scissors crossing. And that was so great. That was my birthday morning. So waking up was so fun knowing that uh -huh. I get to hike on my birthday and we're going into town so we can get real food and beer. Do you want to tell them how old you were turning? Uh, 30, how old was it? 34? 34. Cause I, I'm 35 now? Yeah. yeah, I was turning 34. 34. And yeah. I picked you a little bouquet of yes! desert flowers. He picked me a cute bouquet of desert flowers. It was so cute. Yeah, it was, it was hard yeah. to collect some of those though, because yeah. everything out there has thorns on it. Yeah. And you had <laughs> didn't you put this this is when you started. So Wesley started picking a flower for me almost every single day on trail. I kid you not, I can count on my hands how many times he didn't do it. Uh huh. So he started, I think that was the day you started the habit of picking a flower and putting it inside of my back, like my strap. Yeah. Your little sternum strap. Yeah. So I had like this little sternum strap, almost like a pocket um, that you could put like a flower in. And so he would pick a little flower for me every day and put it in there. And, you know, uniquely named, I called it the flower of the day. The flower of the day. Yep. Yeah. So lots of pictures of that too. Yeah. And, uh, and then we hiked in to, Scissors Crossing and the sweet woman that picked us up, the trail angel, mm -hmm. was there, I think. And we, we hiked in with um, this other hiker. <laughs> he, he becomes a pivotal player in our story. Yeah. Well, let's, okay, before we say who it was, let, uh -huh. can I give my perspective of when we saw him? Because we were like, we were doing at least three miles an hour. We were booking it. We had plugged was, in our headphones. So, we, so were, we were trucking. I was so excited because the closer you get into town, the faster you go because you want food uh -huh. and beer. 
And I'm like turning around looking behind us and there's this dude that's starting to catch us. Like we're, he's gaining on us. Yeah, we're hiking very flat desert. So you can see half mile to a mile away. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, that guy is like catching us and we're going really fast right now. Like I'm almost jogging, I'm going so fast. You can practically see dirt being kicked up by his shoes. Yes, <laughs> and like, I'm like, who the hell is that? Do we know him? And Wesley's like, I don't think we know him. I've never seen him before. Uh -huh. I'm like, huh, who is this guy? And then he keeps gaining, keeps gaining, keeps gaining. He's just like. He had on like this brown desert sand colored shirt. He had on a uh, jawbone headphones. And he had on pants. And he had on pants. I'm like, how is this guy going so fast? And then all of a sudden he passes us. Uh -huh. And I'm like, we've never seen him before. Who is he? And he's he just like, he's like, hi, hi. And then leaves, right? He passes us. And then we get to the spot where we're going to be picked up. And he's there. Mm -hmm. He's like sitting there as well. Uh -huh. He's like, oh, I was just going to hitch. And we're like, well, I mean, you can come with us if you want. We've got a car. We just have to make sure it's okay over there. Trailing, yeah, yeah, and then we find out who this guy is. His name is Tumbleweed, <laughs> and he had attempted the PCT before, but how he got his name, he took a tumble and uh, it had injured him enough to take him off of the trail that year. But he came very, back, it was at the very beginning, too. At the very beginning, he said his pack was so heavy <laughs> that he like literally took a tumble, uh huh. Um, but yeah, but he was... came back like a persistent weed. Yeah. Yep. So we kind of bonded with tumbleweed then in the car, but we didn't see him in Julian after that. He ha already had some friends that he was hiking with. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll get back to tumbleweed and he becomes like, you know, a vital friend in our lives. Yeah. Um, and then we were in Julian. We're in Julian and it's this cute little like Western looking town. It's adorable. A few shops like the, the infamous pie um cafe where all, where all hikers get a piece of pie and coffee for free but as we always did in town the first thing we did <laughs> was go to a brewery first thing we do always always go to a brewery get on the wi-fi uh -huh. find lodging which we'd already booked our airbnb though because we knew we were coming in you booked it way in advance thank goodness because there was nowhere like everything was booked out for some reason mm -hmm. i mean this is beginning of march so it's not hikers it's yeah. just people, tourism, I don't know, but yeah. we did find a cute little Airbnb tiny home. So glad you found that. I'm glad too. Um, so we did like have that for my birthday, but we go to the brewery. We go to the Julian Beer Co. Oh, it was so good too. Wings, we get little- uh, Pizza knots. Little pizza knots or something, mm -hmm. beer of course. Oh yeah. And this is where we had our first negative town experience. Yeah. We sit down outside at the furthest table from everyone else. But there are these two guys sitting at the table behind us. And as we walk by, we still had our packs on and everything. So we're, it's very obvious that we're hiking. But one of the guys mumbles under his breath. He's like, fucking hikers. I guess it's that time already. And I turned around and I said, I, I said something. I don't remember. It was non-aggressive. It was very neutral. But he never made another comment. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a bad tone to start our first town experience in. Yeah. But after that, no other issues. Except for Bishop, yeah. Except for Bishop. Yeah. Most people really welcomed us because we. what you learn is that hikers bring in a lot of money into these towns. Most like, hikers are, are well off. Yeah. That's what we started to learn in these towns is that a lot of people have a stigma that we are these dirty, poor, homeless people. And I'm like, you start to learn the people you're meeting are like engineers. They're IT. They're like, they they done stuff with their lives and they're very intelligent and they have saved up to do this and they're taking time off of work or they're retired and these people are very intelligent that you meet on trail mm -hmm. they're not just some you know fly by the seat of their pants homeless people mm -hmm. that are dirty and poor um and so a lot of these people spend a lot of money in towns for mm -hmm. showers and for food and for lodging yeah a lot of the reasons why I don't want to speak for everyone, but for us, one of the big reasons that we did this hike was because we wanted to get out and separate from the stress of our jobs mm -hmm. and from the stress of the normal cotton world. So if that gives you any idea about other people, a lot of the hikers are out there to disconnect because they've been connected and so stressed out by their job and by mm -hmm. other intricacies in the normal life. So, I mean, they, they've been playing their part, saving up, and that's why they're out there. 
Yeah. Yeah. You have to save up a lot for something like this. You do. You do. But you do. I, I think that, do you want to talk about our zero day? Um, I, I want to talk about that night of your birthday. Oh my gosh. And Julia. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, so so we just got into Julian. We went to the brewery. We had that experience. We checked in to our Airbnb, mm -hmm. which is all of like 400 square feet, yes, but it's got a shower, yeah, which is very important. And um, <clears throat> so there's no washer dryer. So we have to get stuff to By hand. hand wash our clothes in the sink and then hang on the back deck. Yeah. Um, Took me I like think two you, hours. Did, you did that the next day or that day? I don't even remember. But that night... Um, so we had seen a few other folks in town that we knew, like Optimist and Deuces. Deuces. Yeah. And we stopped by like uh, Two Foot Adventures just to see what they had, but we didn't really do any big resupply or gear purchases. And then April and Kurt, didn't they text us or April texted us and was like, we're in town now. Mm -hmm. And we're like, whoa, apparently they did like a 20 mile day into town. They were thirsty for town. They baby. were first thirsty for town. And yeah. they're like, hey, do you guys want to meet up at a brewery? I was uh -huh. like, oh, this sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that night we did not because you and I no. wanted to celebrate you kind of romantically oh, for your birthday. Oh, that's right. So we found an Italian restaurant. So we found an Italian restaurant and I had called and made reservations and we definitely didn't need reservations. No. But it was only half full. Yeah, it was half full. It was adorable. It was a really cute place. And uh -huh. we're like, yay, I can stuff my face with Italian food because we've done like you know, five days on the trail, burn calories. So I'm like, let's go. You were about to carb load. I was going to carb load. I was so excited. So and then we get in there and we start to feel kind of exhausted. tired and exhausted. We order a glass of wine and like a little <laughs> appetizer. I think it was a, what, bruschetta or something? Yeah. And then we ordered our entrees. Then we order our entrees. But before the entrees actually get there, we both fall asleep at the table. Literally fall asleep. Like Wesley's eyes, like he's sitting up and he his eyes have closed. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like baby and then my eyes start closing uh -huh. and by the time she brought the entrees literally both of our eyes like i i can't keep my eyes open we we look high our eyes are bloodshot we can't even hold a conversation and so i'm like um is there any way we could get our meals to go because we're so tired yeah yep 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 so they did they put them in like to-go boxes we barely ate that, that night that was a real romantic birthday yeah it was, we we couldn't it was funny i it, think it's hilarious and what was even better is that we took all of our food to go we go back to our little cute airbnb rental and we still pull our sleeping bags out to cover us that night yep we sure did we did and we did we didn't have sex that night didn't we oh no, no we, we were, were too tired we were out we woke up the next morning and did yeah but like we were done that uh -huh. night we were so tired i mean we barely ate anything no we pretty it much just so had sad. had wine and the appetizer and that so was sad. it so sad but we woke up the next great. morning um you stay in bed while i go to get breakfast that yeah, was the he, first yeah. thing that happened yeah you went to get us breakfast uh yeah pancakes and everything mm -hmm. and i come back and you've already been washing clothes at that point mm -hmm. oh with, that one yeah yeah with like the sink tie drops or whatever mm -hmm. We took a zero day that day, so. Yep. Yeah. That was our first zero day in town. And that's when we first learned that a zero day does not mean a rest day, no, per se. It means getting all your chores done. Zero day equals chore day. And Deuces and Optimus had nowhere to stay. <laughs> so they actually crashed in our yard. We asked the owners if they could. There was like a big yard in front of our tiny home. Mm -hmm. And so they crashed their tent. They just oh, like pitched their tents in our yard. Yeah. It was really funny. There, there physically wasn't enough space to let them sleep inside of our room. Yeah. Uh, and well, also, I wanted privacy. So yes. <laughs> I wouldn't even let them sleep in our, our little Airbnb, even if we had. You wanted birthday sex. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to walk around naked. And and that is what happened. And you can't really do that. Well, With other people could. in there. Yeah. But even on trail, you can't really. Just, it's hard. to. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard being a married couple on trail. You got to get creative. We need to make an episode about we will all this. Yeah, being a married couple and sex and intimacy. Yeah, intimacy. Oh, we that. will. Don't worry. Stay yeah. tuned. Um, so yeah. So then that's when April and Kurt didn't they reach out to us that day and they're like, we did a twenty mile day in you guys, they, uh, and they really wanted to go grab a beer. They want a beer. Uh huh. And we all ended up 
going to the Nickel Brewing Company that night. Another brewery there. But first, you know, we went to Two Foot and grabbed some gear. We mm-hmm. did our food resupply. Mm-hmm. Um, we made sure all of our clothes were hung and dried on the back patio. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we went to Nickel, which is like a half mile walk out of town. It wasn't yeah. close. No, we had to walk there. But it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. So we go there and we're hanging out with Deuces, Optimus, Six Pack, and Roy G. Was anyone else? I don't think so. I think that was it. I think that was it. We're all just sitting outside drinking beer. It starts to get dark and cold. So we go inside. And (laughs) how how does this... We close this place down. How does your naming come about? Well, they were kind of talking about how... So I was briefing everybody on why you needed an ice axe in the Sierras. And also in San Jack. Uh, crampons or micro spikes because some of these people actually didn't even have an ice axe yet. San Jack is the San Jacinto's. Yes. And for those of you who don't know, San Jacinto normally in March is covered in snow. Mm-hmm. So you, when you do that, and it's also straight shots down, like they are straight shoots Yeah. on that entire ledge. There's a lot like miles of just hiking on ledges where it's still snow covered and you can absolutely fall, like slip and fall pretty easily. There's some precipitous drops. Yeah. And there was a hiker who did not, he, his name is Microsoft in 2020, I believe. I think it was 2020. Yeah. He, um, was with his family and it had snowed the day before and he did not have micro spikes with him and he did slip in that area and he fell and he passed away. Mm -hmm. So, People, we really try to make people are very mindful of the fact that when you're in snow, it's not a joke. Like it's actually like it, it can, you have to be safe and you have to have the gear to be safe with because you just never know when something could happen. It's one step to your, to potentially harming you. Mm. So, so we were, I was being a mom on trail mm. and I was like, you need an ice axe. You need at least micro spikes, period. Yeah. If you're yeah. here in March. You, this is what you need. And we had had, you know, some snow experience. We had done some mountaineering. We mm-hmm. lived in Colorado. So we did a lot of hikes in the snow with avalanches and stuff. So we were, you know, I wouldn't say we were experienced advanced level, but we were definitely in the intermediate level of snow level or snow experience. So yeah. I was very much like, guys, this is what we need to do. And I also had already planned out everything. So I was like, well, here's where your water sources are. Here's where campsites are. Yeah. yeah. So, so April and Deuces were joking about how everybody always comes back to me to get advice and like, you know, what are we going to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, I guess it was Deuces who came up with it, but April was there with him. Deuces was like, you're kind of like a base, base camp. camp. That's what it was. And then April's like, oh my gosh, you are a base camp. Uh huh. And so... It, yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah, and Deuces knighted you there inside mm-hmm. of the brewery yeah. with one of the fire pokers. Yeah. 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 It was wonderful. Yeah, it was hilarious. Base camp of the PCT. Yeah, so I became the base camp. And I knighted April that night as yep. well. Yeah, we were joking about how much... Like, she, she had on so much color. She had a lot of color on. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what's a good name that has to do with color? And I'm like, Roy G. Biv. Red, orange, it- yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Which apparently a lot of people didn't know what Roy G. Biv was. That was a great acronym for us in grade school. Yeah, that was our grade school acronym for the colors of the rainbow. Uh-huh. Roy G. Biv. <laughs> and so she was knighted that night as well. Yeah, and we called her Roy G. for for short. Uh-huh. Roy G. Um, but it was a really fun night. We literally closed that place down. We did. It was great. We drank a lot of beer. Uh-huh. And Kurt hadn't gotten six-pack yet. Had he? Kurt was already six pack at that point. Oh, he was? Yeah, so somebody was. named him that inside of that week? I forget how he was named. I don't remember. But we weren't there. Yeah, we weren't there for it. But mm-hmm. And Kurt was there. That was a lot of fun. Kurt kept buying rounds for everybody. Yeah. Oh, whenever someone starts buying rounds, Lord. Uh-huh. Like, well. And, you know, I, th- I think you brought up a good point about uh, Microsoft as well. It's extremely unfortunate what happened, but I think that his death did not happen in vain because now yeah. every time anyone thinks of that specific ridge, mm-hmm. they think about extreme safety, mm-hmm. carrying all the equipment that they need. And uh, I think that's largely in part due to what happened to him. Mm-hmm. So his memory still lives on with that. Yeah. yeah. I that's, I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But yeah. That was our week one. Yeah. Our week one, we got a total of 77.1 trail miles Woo-hoo! in and our cumulative miles recorded. We're 
So that's just all the extra little spur trails for water or stuff in the town that we hiked on top of the actual trail miles. So we carried our Garmin Phoenix watches with us to record all that. Yeah. So you will learn very fast that it's, we did not just hike 2,653 miles. That was just trail miles. We hiked a lot more than that. Oh yeah. We had to get out of the trail to even get into a town. We would have to like hike to get water. Um, there's just a multitude of things that accumulate over time mm-hmm. uh, that we are also going to add in here, like actual miles and trail miles, just to be clear. Yeah. Well, do you want to do week two in this one or stop there? I think we stop there. We'll stop there. Okay. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Well, listen to our upcoming episodes for more on our actual story. Yes. And stay tuned. Stay tuned. We hope you enjoyed it. And um, wherever you are, please, please give us reviews, leave comments, email us. We really want to know what you guys want to listen to, what you want to hear. Uh-huh. And if you listened to uh, the most recent fireside chat with Roy G. Biv, I threw <laughs> a crackling fire sound in the background. Um, I really want to know what you think of that. Is it distracting? Does it add some like cute little thing to it? What do you think about the fire? Please we, let us know in the comments below. We have different uh, answer, different thoughts for this. Wesley and I do. So we want to hear what you also think about it. Yep. Okay. Well, well this has been thanks. week one for Yeti Legs and Base Camp. Well, everyone, we hope you're enjoying our podcast. Yeti walks into Base Camp. We're your hosts. I'm Base Camp. And I'm Yeti Legs. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know in the comments below. Or you can also shoot us an email to our podcast, Yeti Walks Into Basecamp at gmail.com. So it's just the name of our podcast, all together, all lowercase. We look forward to hearing from you. And if you do enjoy our episodes, please be sure to like and subscribe. If there are any pertinent links or other information that you're interested in from the episode, just find that in the show notes below. Yes, and so I uh, also wanted to give a shout out and a thank you to Ryan G for our intro and Bradley Black for our outro. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And as we like to say in the hiking community, happy, happy trails. trails.